check, check, mic check, check. Places, places for top of show. Lights, go. Curtain, go. I actually just hit record. I'm ready. I don't know your life. Except for that I, I actually do know your life. Yeah, you know, like, all about it. Very well. So... We're here. We're back. We're back. Again. We're back again. What are we talking about? I don't know, but you should just keep singing. Hmm. What song should I sing? Something from Wicked. Kiss me too fiercely. Hold me too tight. I need help in leaving. You're with me tonight. Hold for applause. That was incredible. That was, I so um, enjoyed that. I make her do this all the time. I'm literally like, can you just sing for me? Because I think I, I got, I had a journey there through a couple different keys before I settled on one, you know, and I feel like that is my um, connection to Goldilocks. That we try things, <laughs> then we settle on the right one, you know, do I want to be flat? Do I want to be sharp? Should I stay right in the middle? Okay, here I am. That's kind of. I think that makes you a. Uh, a soul artist. Isn't that what they do in every song? Yeah. And then they win awards for it. So I'm just beyond creative. I thought you were going to say, I'm just Beyonce. I'm just Beyonce. <laughs> oh, I feel a little blasphemous just saying that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell her. I, said that. I was just joking. Everybody, please don't take it seriously. Her people are going to come after us. Shoot. Well, we're back. We're really excited. So sorry that it took us a long time to post something after the first episode. I mean, I'm not sorry. Do you now want to sing? Baby, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Exactly. <laughs> she just read my mind. I love that. So, yeah, I guess we're we're back and we wanted to talk a little bit about the show that we saw during the holidays, it was kind of for my birthday. Because who needs structure? Am I right? I, I hate structure. Do you hear that? Oh, it's my kitty bear clawing at the door. Oh, they're like recording. Kitty. You're in your recording closet. So, <laughs> back in the closet. At it again. So We're just um, going to keep using that joke until it gets old. Never. Oh, uh, never. Um... So, this quilt has a lot of... What is going on here? Your cat's hair on it? Yes. It is a robe. She is referring to the quilt that we have, the comforter, really, that we have in the recording studio. I hear your baby lamb again. Should we just crack the door for him? No. No, I was just kidding. I didn't mean that. He will climb in here. He was actually in here when I was getting this set up. Oh, was he? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's having the time of his life. Cute. Maybe we should have let him in the back. So, recently, Marilyn... um, celebrated her birthday it was very exciting i turned 30 shh don't tell anyone tree zero and um i know i look like i'm 20 (laughs) i know i look like i'm 20 (laughs) um so so, um so tell tell them tell them what we did so Pretty pretty interesting story what happened. Um, huge shout out to my Uncle Mark. He lives in New York City. He has lived in probably the same apartment building for some time. And he has made a friend who has been on Broadway. His name is Justin Sargent. And 
he played Spider-Man on Broadway. So every time my Uncle Mark sees him, he's like, hey, Spider-Man, yo, what's up, Spidey? Yeah, Spider-Man. And um, so they've known each other for, I, I think, I want to say maybe about seven years. I might be wrong on that number. Um, but so long story short, Uncle Mark for my birthday got us tickets, really great seats to see. They were really good seats. Yeah. First balcony, that's always a good seat. It was awesome. So thank you so much. Um, Essentially, Justin Sargent was in this show, Love Actually Live. After looking the show up, uh, we come to find out that a longtime family friend, Zach Resnick, is also in the show. So Zach and I go way back. Uh, Shout out to all of our Spark friends and family. Uh, That's where we met through Spark. Uh, It stands for School of the Performing Arts in the Richmond community. Um, The theater community in Richmond, Virginia is very small. Everybody knows everybody. And yet I did not know him. And yet, and he was very surprised. He was like, how do I not know you? Yeah, I I mean, I've heard a, a ton about him, but I've never... I've never met him. I've never even seen him in anything. Um, so I was really excited to finally get put to, a face of the name. Yeah, get to see him perform and meet him. So it's kind of like two worlds collided. Um, and it's neat that all of it ended up happening right here in Los Angeles, California. So we had a a native, a Virginia native, and then a, a somebody from you know Broadway in New York City kind of coming together to do professional theater in Los Angeles. We had never been there before. And uh, so it's called the Wallace Annenberg Center for the Performing Arts. We were really excited to go. Gorgeous theater. It actually yes. kind of reminded us of the Landmark Theater. And this, was it renamed? Was the Landmark renamed? A um, hundred times. Um, it used to be the mosque. Now now it's... Ultra... Ult- the Ultra- Nokia? Uh, shoot, I don't know. Oh, man. But anyway, it kind of reminded me of, kind of, uh, of a theater from back home. Gorgeous seats, gorgeous theater. So, Love Actually Live. So, basically, they took the film, which you had seen and I actually hadn't because of the rock under which I reside, and... Um, it, they they took it and they they made it a musical, but I, I wouldn't say in a traditional sense. Yeah, I I could see it a little bit more, maybe like a jukebox musical. Definitely or... a jukebox. Um, but it was actually adapted and directed by Anderson Davis, general in the Union Army. Does, <laughs> does it sound like that kind of name? Yeah, I know him well. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a statue of him in in Richmond on Monument <laughs> Avenue. Um, anyway. <laughs> Grace so, is a history nerd. I think it's funny. So anyway, um, so yeah, he, um, adapted and directed it. And what I thought, what I think we both immediately noticed that was so interesting is that they coupled the actual footage from the film shown on three, the stage was beautiful. Yeah. I thought. Really lovely. But they had three massive screens yeah. of some sort yeah. that were projecting the film. And that were incorporated into the set. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, and, and if I'm not mistaken, they could move those screens. The Correct. Two on the, so there was one in the center up above that was stationary. 
and then the two on either side of the stage could be rolled in and out. Correct. Yeah, it wasn't like a scrim. You couldn't, like, see through it. It was actually a projection screen, and there were projections of the movie that uh, that were displayed on it. Really interesting technology. Yeah, I thought I, I, I thought it was a really interesting coupling of live performance and technology. So basically, they took all the characters you know and love from the film, cast them in real life, and then interspersed those actors singing songs live with clips from the film. So there was no actual dialogue in the live in the live portion. They would show the dialogue from the film, correct. And then the actors were dressed identically to the characters in the film. Correct. And you might say, "Wow, that is really strange." And you know, I have to say, I really had my hesitations. I guess because it was just so unfamiliar, really. It's very unconventional. Yeah, very it's an unconventional, unconventional way to adapt something. You know, you think of movie musicals. You know, we're, we're used to that seeing a, a musical brought to film, but I've never really thought of. Yes, film brought to the stage. Yes, but almost at the same time. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. was interesting to me yeah and it really i think what made it so nice is that those screens that would come in and out and project the movie throughout um i almost kind of i started to at first i was like this is weird don't know if i like this but then i started to think of it more almost as like a dance or like choreography the way that they would bring these you know, side portions that Grace was talking about, the the screens that they would bring in from the side that literally looked like, a, you know, a building, the side of a building, or it would look like, you know, um, a room of some kind. It, it, it really started to become really natural feeling. And I thought really did help tell the story. Yeah, I thought that, um, first of all, all the actors had Gorgeous voices. Absolutely gorgeous. And, and the songs that they did were from the from the film. The film had a killer soundtrack, and they brought those songs and basically, you know, worked them into the characters so that the characters would be singing them. And um, it, it, I, I will say, it did take me a little bit of time to figure out who was who on stage. It took me a little bit of time to identify. I remember primarily, you mentioning that. Primarily because I wasn't familiar with the movie. Sure. Um, although I wouldn't say I enjoyed it any less because I didn't know the I was going to say, do you think that you um, lost anything in the experience because you didn't know the movie before? No, I really don't think so. I, I, um, I felt like the story was told very clearly. Yeah. And... Um, I just I did have a little bit of trouble telling people apart occasionally, but yeah, I I definitely thought everybody had gorgeous voices. Absolutely, very talented cast, very talented cast. What did you think of the lighting? Um, from what I remember of it, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I felt like it was almost like a. It kind of reminded me almost of like um. Like a disco or something. I was going to say the same thing because I think we got hit in the face with a couple um, very bright lights. Bright lights. Yeah, yeah, and, and intelligent lights or something. It was good, and the 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 lighting and whatnot whatnot that they used for the the guy who's the singer. Yeah, you know that character. Yeah, that's, um, 
the old guy. Yeah, who's a singer in the sh- in the show, like in the film. Oh itself. my gosh, that character um, is so crazy and kind of creepy. I. What? I feel it in my fingers. Oh my god. I feel it in my toes. Um yeah, I thought he did a great yeah, job. Yeah, I'm not the singer in this group. Um, just to let you know. Yeah, I thought I thought the the effects and everything they did. They had the Christmas tree on stage. Yeah. They had the 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 band on stage kind of behind the set, but you could still yeah. see them. I, I that love was really cool. that. I love when the band is really almost like a character in yeah, the show. Yeah, but that singer guy, he I thought he did a really good job. And that's he one did. of those things that's like, you bring that character to stage and you get someone else to play them and it's usually like, ooh. And for instance, swing and a miss. I believe that one of the first few scenes um, is actually him in the recording studio and he's just having like a really difficult time like because he's really not into what he's doing mm-hmm. at all. And it's it, it makes for a lot of funny moments. But um that beginning portion where he's singing, I thought it was really, and I think this is kind of how they introduced you to the whole idea of playing the movie as well as the live character on stage at the same time. I thought they did a really nice job because the opening, one of the opening scenes where he's in the recording studio recording, the actor on stage didn't mimic the movements exactly. He was kind of more in like a silhouette um, acting as if he's, you know, recording in the recording studio or whatnot. But I thought it was neat because, you know, when I would look back at the character versus the screen, which is sometimes I had a, a hard time figuring out where I should look. But when I looked back at him on stage, you know, he was kind of doing his own thing, but it, it just kind of brought that. It was very true to character, though. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like he was. And, and and you don't have that choice is the thing. If you're if you're an actor in a role like that, you have to be true to the film. Yeah. You don't have a choice because the film yeah. is a huge part. Yeah, of exactly. The show. Exactly. And and I guess I wanted to ask you, like, what were your thoughts in regards to the actors on stage not having really almost any dialogue? I mean, there were definitely moments where they had dialogue, were, but... Were there? I don't remember that. It, you're right. It was very minimal. Yeah, if, very if there minimal. was, it, it was very minimal. Um, that's different for, as an actor as well, as the performer on yeah. stage. That's that's tricky. What what did you think of that? Yeah, because it's also not written... The way that it's written, like, the shows that don't have any dialogue, which are technically considered operas, um, they're, they're written so that you're, the, the character is communicating so much with the audience through song. But in this mm. show, it was like you were sharing your part with the person on the screen. Yeah. So they talked and you sang. Yeah. You know, so that's, the, I'm sure as an actor, there's a little bit of a disconnect there that you have to kind of overcome. Yeah. But generally... I don't love when actors don't have dialogue, but there's always exceptions to that. However, I could definitely see why they did that. I agree. I, I agree. definitely see because then, then if the actors had to talk, they would just be mimicking. Yeah. The person. Yeah, on the that would be, and that would be a bit weird and a bit cheesy and off-putting because we'd yeah. be like, "I know you're not Hugh Grant," yeah. you know. <laughs> I know. Something that I really, really enjoyed, and maybe this is the choreographer in me, but I so enjoyed moments where on the screen they were, let's say, in a in a door frame. They're, like, talking to somebody at the door. And mm-hmm. that's kind of a, like when I think of Love Actually, I think of a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of characters 
either um, like expressing something that they don't want somebody else to hear in a door or I don't know. I just kind of think of like door frames being very prominent throughout the film. And well, a, door, a door frame is a very symbolic thing. It's a choice. A doorway is a choice. You know, you oh, go wow. in or you go out or you stay out or stay yep, in. Or... Yep. And that iconic scene with the, you know, with the... Um, the, the writing on the board of, like, hey, I actually, like, really love you, but... Oh, that was so sweet. And it was so... That was actually done really well because... It was. It was the perfect timing when it would switch on the screen as well. Yeah, because they had the guy... So the girl was standing, which I believe the girl was played by Rumor Willis. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. not leave her out. Jeez. Yeah. Bruce voice. Bruce Willis and Demi Moore's daughter... Mm-hmm. Um, Rumor was was in it. Yeah, she, her which was a lovely. bit of a treat. Um, so she came to the door, which was basically positioned upstage center, and then the guy was down center, looking facing upstage to her. So he's holding up these signs, so and we his can't back is we to can't us. see yeah. the signs, right? But they put it on the screen up above. Yes, that was a him, really him nice showing moment. the signs. So it was. It was almost like seeing a live show and seeing it up on the, what do they call those? The Megatron? Oh, gosh. You know, like like when you go to a concert and you're far away, but they put them up on the big screen. Yes. It was almost like it was really happening there. Yes. And then they just put it up on the big screen for us to see. Yes. Almost like, um, you know, if you think about it that way, it could almost appear as it, or it could, it it could have the same idea, like a, a three camera shot. Yeah. You know, that's kind of neat. I've never thought about it that way. All that to say, I was, um, as a choreographer, I really enjoyed, say, on the screen or, you know, playing, the movie is playing and you see somebody leaving that door frame or leaving leaving the room. Yes. They had the actor then either exit or enter in the direction that the person was on the screen. Yeah, so like a lot I of times... I loved time, that. Yeah, a lot of the time, if like, say it was um, the screen on one side, j- just the one side, so say it's... Um, stage, stage right or Stage right. Yeah. Say that it's the stage right screen that is showing this, and the actor exits what would be stage left on the screen. Then the, the actual actor in the show begin walking stage left out from behind something. Love it. Basically out from behind the screen. Um, walk stage left to exit. So it was a good continuation of what was going on the screen into three-dimensional real life. So I thought that really, just that little direction, bit of direction, really married the two forms of media to make it j- just just make more sense and and be more cohesive yeah cohesive yeah i really thought that this kind of entertainment for me at least was meant to bring film to life yes that's kind of how i saw this form of entertainment is this well i'll ask you do you think i i kept asking myself during i almost said the film Mm -hmm. yeah the the theater piece slash film piece is this form of entertainment going to become more popular is this the new you know you have all these people saying movie theaters are going to disappear and 
you know, streaming is the new thing and people, people won't saying, go to theater yeah, anymore. Yeah, people have been saying Broadway's dying for the last, yes. you know, as long as Broadway's existed. So, you know, you kind of ask yourself, well, is this going to be the new, mm-hmm. like, is this it? Is this the new form of entertainment? What are your thoughts on that? I think it really goes back to what's going on um, in entertainment right now, which is that original material is not, um, for whatever reason, not being put out as much. So I agree. Everything's a remake, whether it's a TV show, it's either a remake or it's a revival of something. Like or Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh my gosh, MacGyver, mm-hmm. the TV show. They're doing. Um, they're doing another Star Trek TV show. Um, it's oh, all. Are they? Yeah, it's already on. Oh it's, wow! It's on. Um, Whatever it's on. Um, FX. I'm just yeah, kidding. I no, no I don't idea. know what it's on. But I watched it recently. It was good. Um, it, it doesn't mean that any of these things are bad. I mean, you've got every iteration of Disney possible. You've got Disney from film to Broadway, and now we're going back to live action films. So we're we're re- we're, we're either going with series, one one thing after another, one, one movie after another of a series, right. or... We're remaking things, and so I think yeah. something like this. I mean, they you know they basing turn, off of books, basing you know. off of books, basing off of comic books. I mean, all yeah. of Marvel, none of that's correct. I mean, so, some of the plot lines and whatnot are original, but like th- those are not original stories, you know. Um, so basically, to say, I think that when you talk about bringing um, something to life off of another source i think that's a really interesting way to do it it's very innovative yeah it was very innovative um i don't know that this will be something that becomes super popular not not this in particular show but this this form of um, adaptation i don't know that that will be insanely popular um primarily because in my opinion it is you know like stars sell you know names sell seats and whatnot and so i think and i could be wrong here but i think when you've got actors who are trying to kind of be a blank canvas and be at like the actors on the screen you don't have as much star power happening interesting in the live actors does that make sense yeah it does so you're not gonna have a big name actor come and play the live version of hugh grant Unless it's Hugh Grant. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so, good, good point. You know, when, when people bring in, like on Broadway, when you bring in a big name actor, they're the draw. So I think Broadway's really relying on that quite a bit right now. Um, sure. So I would Film I, as well, honestly. Film as well. I mean, look at these adaptations of the, like, mu- movie musicals. I mean, gosh, does it get bigger than Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone? You know? Right, right. Um, Oh, I love La La Land so much. <laughs> Something else that I really enjoyed was actually the um, choreography. I I believe it was choreography, not... Well, I'll get your thoughts on it. But um, the movement for the girl who's seducing Alan Rickman's character. Oh, yeah. I thought that was very e- interesting how they did that live. At the desk? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was actually a moment that was much... It, it very much enhanced the film. I, I agree, and that's kind of how I felt about the the um, scene with the older gentleman in the recording studio. I, it I really agree. brought that moment to life and enhanced it. And 
almost is like the way I can explain how it felt was the way I could explain how it felt was really just, you know, like those 4D rides at an amusement yeah, park. Yeah, yeah. Not only are you visually seeing the story, so to speak, but you're feeling it and you might also be like, well, like <laughs> smelling it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure I would want to smell that guy. <laughs> If I wanted to smell a character, that wouldn't be the one. Okay, that was a bad example, but you get what I'm saying. Smell-o-vision. smell Coming to a town near you. Um, so, <laughs> this is definitely a show that I would want to know in advance that this is how it's going to be. Yeah. Which I think we did. We, we did. did. Know in advance. We did, yeah. I, I looked up the show a little bit, and, and it does say, you know, love actually live. Mm-hmm. So, um, Well, it's hard to say what what that's going to be. You exactly. Know, could, it, I mean, gosh, it could have been anything. But and that's really what drew me to it. I was like, oh, who what, knows what this what is going to be? What is this going to be? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And and I will say my favorite character, which I believe was your favorite character as well. Oh, I know who you're talking about because we actually found her after, work, we after did. the show. Was it Natalie? Was like, yes. Natalie? Yes. It was the one that is um, in love with the prime minister, Hugh Grant's character. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does most of the in love shoot true he is obsessed but that was she was such a darling character so spunky and so passionate and outspoken yeah, she's adorable and... in the film but oh my gosh i thought the actress who played her whose name is lord help me carrie man manalakos oh i butchered that man manalakos is that greek she it's greek to me is <laughs> Oh, puns. Is that what the name of this podcast should be? Yeah. Not the podcast. I thought she was curvy and cute, and she was sassy, and she moved well, and she sang her face off. She did. Um, We we saw her after, and I think she had just moved from New York mm -hmm, to to LA. LA. And I was like, get out, because... Stay out. Yeah, get out and stay out, because I need some opportunity. So I thought she was fantastic. Though. Yes. Yes. I thought um she did she did the act 1 finale. Whew. She She did sing her face I, off. Was she high up on some stairs too? I yeah, she was at the kind of like up center. I yeah. thought she, I gave me chills. And yes. the other thing that gave me chills and I will give this to the composer, the uh, well not the composer but the whoever arranged all of this music. Musical supervision arrangements and orchestrations, Jesse Vargas. Yep. I believe he is the one to which I owe a thanks because one thing that I thought the music did so well was trios. And that's kind of unusual. It is unusual. Unless you're in the Greek theater. The theater. Um, There were multiple times that characters in in... it was one of those in different scenes, three characters in three different scenes. Yes, different stories all relating to a similar feeling or emotion. Yeah, they would, yeah. would kind of all come into a song. And some of the harmonies, like that one that one moment um, that all three of them sang and they harmonized. And I literally, it was so pure. My jaw in, dropped. Was that in Act 2? I thought it was. She, I can attest to that. You know, it, it takes a lot singing wise and musically to to have grace's jaw drop but she literally had like a almost like a guttural reaction oh my god I, I turned you know she she had that reaction i turned to her 
And she, her jaw was on the floor and was like, that was absolutely one of the most beautiful harmonies I've like ever heard. Yeah, it just was really, really, really well done. Um, and they had a few times like that throughout the show that I was yeah. like, they are milking these trios for all they are worth. And Good it was point. very successful. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was very well done. Zach Resnick, um, I just wanted to say that you sang your face off too. And oh. so did Justin. And um, Zach and that little boy were so precious. I he know. plays um, Liam Neeson's character. That's right. And so the little boy, oh my gosh, he's supposed to be his son. Precious. Talented, too. Very talented. And you know what other thing I liked was there, there was a couple that were musicians. Remember that? The girl played violin. Oh, right. It was supposed to represent uh, probably the most awkward part of the film. The porn stars. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> I feel weird <laughs> saying that on here. Um, oh, but so okay, Martin Freeman's character. Yes, and um, essentially, it was a it was oh beautifully gosh. done. It was absolutely beautifully done. But I feel awkward just talking it about it. Very well done. They you know basically... the scene. You know the characters in the story that end up falling in love, but they meet on set and they are, you know, They're... exotic actors. We'll say. Are they exotic actors or are they stand-ins? Were they stand-ins? Oh, that? actually, I, I don't were... know. I don't know that industry. <laughs> but um, but essentially, to in enhance that moment. There was a couple on stage that were basically like musicians, and that they really scene, were though they were actually playing. Yeah, they were yeah. actually playing. So the girl was playing the violin, and the guy was playing. Something. I think it was like the clarinet, clarinet or something like that, which you can it read between be the lines. <laughs> um, but uh, they they were they brought that moment to to life in in a much more uh, PG way while showing it on the screen. Right. So it was, it was, there was such innuendo. It was perfect. Yes. Innuendo. That's and then the perfect that, and then they did that it. on the steps, that scene on the steps. Yes. A lot, all centered around like the stairs, stairs and, and, and door and frames. Doors, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Which, you know, you're right. Has a lot of um, symbolic meaning, meaning to it mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, I really liked going back to Zach Resnick's character. Um, I really enjoyed what Zach as, as an actor did while he sang, he I thought he did a, a, a lovely job. Um, I can't remember which song you were singing, but I'm speaking directly to you because uh, I know <laughs> you. We know he's <laughs> um, I, he he embodied his character so much so that you could even though we were in the balcony, you did this thing with your hands where he would kind of shake his hands, mm-hmm. and it was you know. Um, Showing his upsetness, obviously, and I think it also had to do with singing about his wife that had passed, mm-hmm. and um, just it, it was a really beautiful moment. And it's uh, it's that song I think is all him, and yeah, he did a beautiful job with that. So I applaud you, Zach. I mean, that's pretty much all. Yeah, I that's basically it. it. I mean, we wanted to come on just for a second and tell you our thoughts about that. Um, I guess let us know your thoughts. You can definitely uh, reach out to me on my Instagram, which is at Marilyn S eighty eight, to tell us a little bit more about your thoughts about that. But um, and this this run is over, so it's it not is. like you can come see it in L A. But we thought it was important to talk about because I just think um, 
Hollywood is kind of like the next frontier for musical theater. I agree. Personally. So I'm I'm always interested to see what's going on here in regard to musical theater. And also, are you also saying that because you're like hoping? I am the next frontier of musical <laughs> theater. I personally, um, but also, you never know what show. I mean, they had a lot of people from Broadway and a lot of very talented actors. So you never know if that show's gonna come to another city if they're gonna well and i also believe that they're um they were actually testing it to go to broadway where did you see that i'm not sure well if that's the case then i'd be really interested to see you know that would be cool how how it would change yeah um yeah that what that workshopping process if that was the case um would look like on broadway yeah yeah and how and how broadway would um approach that or accept that so pretty neat i feel like there's a maybe a whole nother layer to theater and film coming together that um could be a happening a happening yeah yeah absolutely but yeah congratulations to the cast amazing work um it was just it's just so fun to go out and go to theater i mean it's just so fun we got to get dressed up and it was so much fun nice and go out and because because you know we're hermits so that was different and um it's just fun (laughs) to sit sit there in the audience and know that like you're about to really experience something absolutely no matter whether you're on stage or or off stage an audience member or cast crew um it's like you all have this bond because you know that something exciting is about to happen, you know? Yeah. So thank you again to Mark for getting us those tickets. Yes. It was a lovely way to spend my birthday. And um, thank you to everybody who uh, listened through to the end. And uh, we look forward to talking about our next topic. Absolutely.